0: Hello Welcome to Wisdom Moment with Prophet Benjamin Fodreau. He is a voice called to restore the dignity of humanity, to demonstrate the power of the Holy Spirit, to reveal the true identity of Christ in us, to raise and build people of absolute dominion, to raise a fearless generation, to bring salvation to the unsaved, revival to the broken hearted, liberate men from captivity, to reveal the absoluteness of the Holy Ghost, to break the walls of of denominization and bring about unity in the body of Christ across the continent and now today's message
1: I would want to encourage somebody why one should stay consistent in the place of prayer God is good now before I proceed let me say this here I was with Willis in Germany when God spoke to me and the word came to direct and I think to our ardent followers on the zoom platform I said there there was crisis ongoing in this world is good. There is a strong battle going on in this world. It has got to do with the battle of your soul. Am I communicating? It has got to do with the battle of your destiny, the battle of your tomorrow. Truly speaking, let me say this to you. It is to your own disadvantage when you do what pleases you. Because life will forget about existence. Let people understand that life on its own has what it takes to judge mankind. Did you hear me? Without even God coming in the situation to fight on a man's behalf, life has been constructed to, to rectify what is good and what is bad, I'm telling you, church. And I can tell you that there are so many people, for some reason, they have done so many things, and as a result of that, they disappeared even before their time started. Take a good look at yourself 10 years ago where you were. Look at the very people you're surrounded with and look at now. You realize that something about you seems different from them. In fact, some were people who were praying with you or praying for you. People who looked more spiritual then. People who appeared wise then. But you realize something about life swallowed them up. All because the tough life is chess. You don't need to go down to understand the value of life. You can rise up to understand what life really means. I'm telling you. Am I communicating, church? You know, let me say this to you. I believe in the power of mercy. But I also believe in the power of judgment. In what sense? There's a way in how God mm, can redeem your soul from an attack the enemy wanted to give you. And there's a way in how God can also make a judgment play in spirit. Whereby no matter how good or no matter how you've repented, some things can be given to you again. Because you have, you have faulted the principles of the spirit. I told you the enemy does not have command over your soul until the enemy knows you are swimming in ignorance. That's why we tell people to make the Bible their best friend. So you can hear what God wants to tell a man. I'm telling you sometimes if God begins to have mercy on you he allows the womb that come from you do what you couldn't do when you were wrong if that makes sense and there are people they will live and get to a particular age in life and in spirit whereby they will realize what was meant for them but at that time it will be too late to manifest that the church has given people hope to go through battles in life but the church has forgotten to teach people the process of intimacy the church, we have taught people what happens to a man when you serve God daily. But we want to people what happens to you too when you go forward. God forgives, he forgets. But Trust me, you can't trust again. It's a battle. I said something yesterday on our platform. I said, nobody's clean. The states are just. You didn't hear me? Nobody. The states are just different. If, if that makes sense. There's a battle against your soul either to stay in your mistakes or to learn from them. There's a battle against your soul either to repent or you still do the same thing you do thinking there will be different results. Trust me, the church has lost value for what God gave us. The pastor said that the older generation left ministry through prayer and fasting and dedication. Today, we've left ministry as lightning are designing our branding. if that makes sense? The things we came to meet in ministry, if it was then, it would be called idolatry. Because there would be no packing of, there not be lacking of power, if that makes sense. It's it. It is easy for a believer to walk in this world and claim to be a Christian and not hear God's voice. And they feel okay about it. Because they feel that the voice of God has been given to only those who are called the elite ministry. Meanwhile, what you see me do to ask prophecy should be something God gave you as believers. Because God does not say signs and oneness will follow the person and the prophet. Say, to them who believe. So the very moment you have that credential, you are a believer. Automatically, signs and oneness must follow you. But for some reason, we've lost in the church. And usher should be so powerful that the very moment a sick person enters the door, your presence commands healing. A singer should be so powerful that when you stand when you stand to minister here, something changes in the atmosphere. You no, know, we've we've prided ourselves with things that have no value. Am I communicating? We did nine days of Jabez prayer. So the Lord spoke to me that I should use two days to prophesy. So I come teach on the value of prophecy and I prophesy. And then yesterday, a lady told us that I told her by prophecy that the Lord says that Linda. In fact, your mom didn't have any name to give you. So you chose the name Linda. So you're going to ask your mom. The lady is 40 years old. The mom says, I don't think the one who told you this is a human being. Because you were only seven years old when you told us to name you Linda. But she's forgotten herself. And she's 40 years old now. And God told me that she had the name Linda from somebody. And as a result of that, they placed a dead human being in her stomach so she can't give birth again. So, Prof, 40 years I've tried right? my possible birth. I just can't get pregnant. Willis had the testimony, and the whole night was just, we said, Prof, so I can sleep in the room with somebody who can see someone's past like this. And God told me the value is not a prophecy. It's your life. Am I teaching here? I want to teach the church what it takes to become God's favorite. If that makes sense. I want to teach you what it takes to become God's favorite. Because trust me, what we are doing must end up somewhere. Am I teaching here? If all the noise and the shouts we do doesn't take us anywhere, if this is ourselves. Because the life of the believer must easily reflect who he believes in. Oh yeah. I shall tell you where you are coming from based on what you do. Miracles were not left for pastors. In fact, healings were not left for pastors. Did you hear me? It, it, it's to your benefit when you serve God early. Because it takes time to know God. I'm telling you. <laughs> ah, there are things you begin to gain the very moment you get you get easy access into Christianity. There's a way and how your early entrance in God serves as your advantage. I'm telling you. No, some of the mistakes people made were not worth making. I'm telling you. Am I teaching? You. If one has to be God's favorite, they must understand the power of obedience. If that makes sense. You don't understand what obedience means until you have every reason to disobey. And you choose to obey. We have our conference coming on in Ghana Invasion. I was talking to my president manager, Mr. Isaac. And then the guy showed me how much money I've sent to Ghana so far. Hello. And then the flesh said, you are spending money on unnecessary things. I was there when God told me to rent 10 buses. Because there are 10 major towns in Accra, and with where that this church is located, it's a bit far from town. And getting people to come for the conference will be much difficult. So when we get them buses, it's much easier. The lot is good. Africa is very expensive. Very, 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 very expensive. Now, the program is a three-day conference. Friday all night, Saturday evening service, plus Sunday. And we'll have to get people to come for a conference on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I remember our Lindsay, the poet, says that every Sunday, 100 buses go to 100 locations and bring members to church. He has done it for more than 40 years now. So just the petrol, just imagine. Uh, God is good. And just 10 buses for three days, if I tell you the money, you'll be shocked. But uh, somebody will sit somewhere and say, Kai, these boys. They yeah, are using ministry to get money. Meanwhile, it is for the own benefit of their own destiny. I'm telling you. I, I spoke with daddy some days ago. And I, <laughs> I, I saw how he was when he was with mama. My mama left him for just four or five months. He has changed his body. The Holy Ghost is still speaking to him, but body has changed. <laughs> A woman is missing. Hello? And for some reason, then you have to go to the rural areas. There are places in Africa today, you can't go there with cow. You have to sit in a booth and go there. In the name of civilization. He was thirsty. He wanted to drink something. And they brought him this common water. In Africa now. (laughs) But just because he has been caught on assignment. You know, the life of obedience doesn't look pleasing to mankind. In fact, it looks like you're wasting your efforts. Because funny enough, it will look like everybody has gone ahead of you. But people don't know that in this kingdom, you multiply speed the more you wait. I'm telling you. Well, am I communicating, church? Praise God. Uh, for days God was communicating with me. He says, Don't eat this, don't eat that, don't do this. Go here, stand here, do this. And for 12 days I went before the Lord and got him to eat holy fruit. And these were powerful vision, powerful encounters. And prophet sent me a message from Kenya. Man of God, I watched you prophets on Zoom. You are too powerful, too powerful, too powerful. What's the secret? I said, God. He said, Don't do any direction. I said, It's God. <laughs> for us, hey. I said, "Is, is, is this God? Is this is God." Finish. Am I making this here? I've told you on several occasions. Thank God today is a Wednesday for so Bible studies. I've told you on several. Occasions. You know, you only know your today. You don't know your tomorrow. You only know how your Wednesday looks like. You don't know how your Thursday looks like. Yeah. God forbid, you. But you may wake up tomorrow and see something very bad. I'm telling you. Lady Gina was telling me that I gave a prophecy here concerning a car accident against children, and she said that some a bus nearly killed her baby girl. Mary was telling me that I gave a prophecy about car accident. She said that something happened where her car just got crashed from nowhere. She hit one bumper. She didn't even know how it happened. There's a way in how you live in reverence of God's integrity, whereby God can bypass you before this happens. He'll first consult you. Because you have lived a life of diligence, whereby he has not entrusted the future to your own care. People have lost value for God. If you truly understand the pain that went on the cross of Calvary, you know what it means to live life well. Because a man sold his rights. He was naked. Christ was naked. God became naked. Can you imagine? He had the power to defend himself. He stood before Pontius Pilate. He became like a fool. He didn't talk. I was there when God told me something strange. God told me that it was easy for people to believe that Jesus could feed 5,000 people with bread and fish. But it's hard for people to believe in him. It's easy for them to say, Kai, a man could feed 5,000 people. Yet, to believe in who he is is very hard. Do you know why? Because believing God doesn't mean you just believe in him. It means you believe his principles. That's belief. God told me what a man of prayer can do in three days, a man of faith can do in one Because faith is not belief, faith is obedience. Am I a complicated church? If God has no value for your life, God will not speak to you. If that makes sense. If God is not concerned with your tomorrow, God will not speak to you. That's why people must handle God's word with care. Yes, God bless you, sir. He's doing well. We are preaching together. The Lord is good. I'm telling you, John. Day, anybody can easily wake up and disobey God. In fact, they don't even do what is right for them to even hear God better. So how can they even hear God themselves? Praise God. Am I communicating? Psalm, please come here. Please church, hear this kingdom secret. Let me proceed. You were here when I told you that in the realms of the spirit, the very moment our lady here begins to pray unto God, God will not answer her based on what she said in the place of prayer. Did you hear me? You may come to church, you may even preach like me and professor like me. You may still be of low stature in the spirit. Did you hear me? You may think the people would be under the unction, I'm telling you, but you will still be of less value in the spirit because what you call prayer, you only practice it in the day of battle. Not as a daily life. Meanwhile, God says he begins to bond more with you when you pray on a daily basis. So you wouldn't just go before God because of a wallah. You go because it is a must for you to do that. So every blessed day, at least, you have an hour dedicated to God alone. Oh, am I right? <laughs> eh? Most of the things people want prophecy to replace, only prayer can do that. you hear me? Prophecy will not replace intimacy. The fact I have given you hope for tomorrow will not take away the wisdom for today. I'm only telling you that stand well and access the life well so you don't swing off. Oh, two of us. The very moment our lady here loses love for God and for his instructions, she may prosper in the physical things, yet heaven will not fly for her. Do you know why? Because life will not celebrate you for what you have achieved. Life will celebrate you for what you did right with God. I'm telling you. All the things we call sources, I can tell you, are physical achievement. If you don't live the life meant for God for you, I understand that you've lived the life of failure. So people have succeeded in the wrong things in life. Say obedience. I know where it's easy to tell people to obey God's instructions, but it's very hard for them to give God their money. Oh, did you hear me? Oh, did you hear me? Let me preach fear, human beings, they'll be clapping for me. Oh, true force. Let me scream, can I prophesy? I prophesy, man of God. But tell them, God says, release what you have in your hand. Kai, 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 kai. One day God, God can say that. Oh, draw for Am I right? It is easy for someone to say, Oh, let's God give me favor. But just if I was telling Mama something this morning, I mean last week. Anything you don't do for God, the enemy will let you pay two times for that. You don't know. Eh? <laughs> Uh on our, on our Zoom church, I the Lord made me do first fruits. You know, first fruit is, is scriptural. I mean Proverbs 3 verse 9. Is right it perfect? 24, right? Okay. So let's check Proverbs first. Proverbs 3 verse 9. Let's see this. When God gave me the instruction, I was shaking. How do I tell people? It says, honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruit of your income. Now, whenever you enter into any new year, understand that the month of January happens to be your first fruit. Meaning every amount of money you receive from the place of work belongs to God, not to you. How do I tell somebody that God says the amount of money you made in General belongs to God? If that makes sense. Just imagine somebody works and they get paid like thousand, thousand, three, thousand four. And God says, tell them that. I gave a lady prophecy and she says, Hi. How will God tell me? I'll get to the place. i get to the How do I tell this? So I prophesied to one young girl, and God told me, tell her that the first fruit is to cover. Mother. this yeah, I want to do, but there are things that until that's, that's I left to you. When I get that prophet the next day, her mom died in France. Oh, I think I even called the name on They said Messi died in France. So they had to get an instant flight from America to France to go check the dead body before they send the body to Cameroon. Now, when they bought the instant flight from US to France, they had to pay $2,400. Hello. So there are two. So just imagine. After checking their body, they had to fly the body to Cameroon. You know what it means to fly dead body from Europe here? Now, the lady is crying that it looks like the woman she went with keeps saying that they keep seeing dead people around her. So for some reason, she feels that this auntie of hers will not even come back yesterday had the quiet night the lady has been placed in the hospital in boya so they need help god is good if there's no need for god to arise and fight for you there will never be a demand for sacrifice oh people think obedience has got to do with living right and living pure Oh, two of us. I told you that the gospel of Jesus has two parts. I told you it has two parts. We have the man called Jesus. Hello? And we have the principle called Jesus. Believing in Christ will give you the access into eternity. Obey his principles, give you the grace to taste what God has for you. So you may live right for God and still die poor. You may live right and still die because which killed you. The Lord told me that anybody that gets to a point in their life where giving to God becomes a problem because of their physical needs. Gradually, they've left the office of priesthood. Does that make sense? Because priests were called for one thing. To offer unto the Lord whatever the people brought unto God. To obedience. Church, the crisis of today's world has got nothing to do with the absence of light. It is whether we can communicate with the light sufficiently so we can manifest the same. What has God told you? What is God telling you? What have you done? What are you still doing? God is good. I have a son from USA. He's called Dr. Francis. He's from your country, Cameroon. Very nice people. It looks like they have to give me a Cameroonian name because 90% of our followers are Cameroonians. So I know all the villages by name. Because I've prophesied all the villages. God, I've prophesied all the I've called all their names. God is good. So by prophecy, I can even tell that, okay, when you call this neighbor from this side, by Yankee's side, I can tell. Somebody say fire. <laughs> the, the guy had the speech in, in this country, in Belgium. And they told him that with what he does, he can gain money in USA. God is good. The guy has, has sent his service to more than 50 countries, 50 companies in USA. And this ones are coming. So when I give this instruction on the first fruit, it was there when somebody called and said, I was online and I saw your profile. And I want to write a book. So since you assist people in writing books, I'll need your help. And the white people, they can pay a lot in US. If somebody should help you write a book, that's a whole big thing. Now, the guy says he asked the man for $10,000. And the white man said that's too cheap. Like, the book I want to write and where I want to send it to, 10K is too small. He was shivering himself. They said, how blessings can come to you whereby you'll be sure yourself? Am I communicating? The most difficult part anybody can ever do in Christianity is call alignment. Getting to obey what God wants you to do at one particular time. Somebody say glory. <laughs> Are you blessed, church? There are people, you've had several visions where God wants you to disconnect from. But just because they've done you good before, you want to stand on that, to say, Kai, they are good people. Be very very careful, and very careful. Because no enemy counts as an enemy. They must first come as helpers. They need to make sure they do something so they have a space in your heart, if that makes sense. You know, one day, I think very soon, I'll write a post. Mimi's the one that edits my post for me. Because she says I write so deep that only believers who are high in spirit can understand my message. <laughs> it's too deep, eh? So she's the one editing for me. <laughs> God is good. Even with that one, she, even, she has to even asked me what I mean by this statement. <laughs> I, I said, uh, I understand that, right? <laughs> God is good I'll release a post on, on unity God is good how come he's happy today? has he eaten? Hey, because he's very happy he's going up and like because nobody he'll be crying let him enjoy himself ah, was he working before? how old is he now? one year so soon one year hey Tommy God bless you sir Praise the Lord. I'm I'm blessing him. He knows knows what it means, right? Let us say amen. I might again? (laughs) You know, church, I will release a post on unity. I will let you know that God doesn't want you to hate mankind in passion, but there are men you can't connect with. Because the very moment they come around you, they fight what you have. Jealousy will let them fight what you have. I can't associate with every pastor. Not because I hate them. Because that envy in them will, will fight my spirit. So it's better for them to be at peace. If that makes sense. There is too much jealousy among people. Did you hear me? Too much envy. It is okay for them to have it, not you. Oh, did you hear me? Praise the Lord. Am well, I communicating church? Oh, yeah. Because people have this mentality, you don't deserve what you have. But before you tell somebody you don't deserve what you have, make sure you have what it takes to pay the price you have paid. Ross, you're happy today, eh? God bless you, sir. She, she I said she looks like he looks like you, eh? God is good. Let him enjoy himself. But I like it in this Bible study so we can let you enjoy yourself. God is good. Are we, are we blessed, church? The Lord is good. So, when God tells you anything, you need not to ask God any questions. Just obey. Because in the wrath of the spirit, any time you delay in obedience, you've delayed your own blessing. Hey. There's a way and how we can hold on for something for a very long time whereby we lose what was meant for us. Praise the Lord. Am I communicating, church? Somebody say, glory. I can tell you. If God must trust a man with an asset, God must know if you have a disobeyed voice. Because sometimes, eh, that obedience you are giving unto God is to grant you five years of escape. Oh, Did you hear me? Oh, yeah. There's a way and how God can fast forward your destiny based on how rampant you are in obedience to his voice. Enjoy yourself. Eh? God is good. So Today's let help you. He's the of the summer, right? He likes the sun, eh? He's in an African chapter. He'll be fine. Let us say, Amen. Uh, he's a he's a legend. He'll fall and rise again. Uh, God is good. Am I communicating, please? If God says obey any instruction, church, what did I say? Obey. I'm telling you, life is a journey. <laughs> oh, hello. Life is what? It's a journey. And trust me you may not be given that same opportunity twice to prove yourself again. Am I right? That is why you don't use the life of another man as a standard. You may feel when you fall. Uh, Am I communicating? Let us say, amen. Lift up your hands, church. Say, Father, give me the grace to obey your voice. This wasn't my teaching today, are you shocked? It was just to open your eyes on so many things. Let us say an Amen. And please hold our baby first, okay? Before you like down again. God is good. What do all the children look like? Like Lady Odilia? They all look like her. She has strong blood. Praise the Lord. Are we blessed, church? Let's study this from the scriptures, please, and then let's pray. Thank you, Holy Ghost. The book of James, chapter 5, the first number 14. Oh, I'll end my teaching in five minutes. Sorry. Are you blessed? I'll end in five minutes. I only poured out what God told me. Somebody say prayer. The best way anybody can ever learn how to pray is to pray. Did You hear me? The only way you can learn how to pray better is to pray daily. Nothing teaches people better like their daily constants in prayer. Let people understand that we are in a world of demonic forces. Whereby a man has to prove his authority as a child of God. And your inability to confess and declare what God has said through his scriptures is a sign weak in spirit. Today, the life of most believers are reflecting the the negative expectation of the enemy because people have chosen to sleep and to pray. I'm telling you, eh? no life was created to be small. It is our mind that makes our life small no life was created to have continual pain it is the man who has believed that pain is part of us if that makes sense it is very possible for somebody to live as king among men and god says the secret is to pray jesus christ couldn't finish the assignment without first speaking to god in the morning the bible says every night christ will leave the people and go on top and speak unto god before the day begins I read something about John Wesley. He said that 24 hours in the day was too small for him. He begins the day at 3 a.m. He prays for three hours if he begins the journey, There's a whole lot that God wants to release onto your destiny. But you are giving God too many excuses. When God says a man should pray, you can pick an hour in the day and say between the hours of 9.30 and 10.30 p.m. I'll pray. It can even be for 30 minutes, but it should be consistent. God understands that, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. People just don't grow from zero to three. No. It's easy for us to listen to daily messages from podcasts. Oh, hello. It is easy for somebody to follow prayers online with the pastor. Very important. But God wants to have a personal affair with you as a believer. Trust me. Getting to pray with your pastor on a daily basis will not strengthen your bond with God. Do you hear me? My teachers will help me become a better Christian by what it makes it make God know who you are. No, you, you should have a personal with God. Am I communicating, please? The church has lost their passion for prayer. Oh, God is good. Oh, yeah, it's easy. It's easy. It's easy for somebody to prescribe medicine than to pray. If there's anyone sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him. anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Trust me. There's a place you get in life whereby the only thing that happens to you is prayer. You know, let me say this here. You can go through pains in destiny and the pains can overwhelm your energy. Whereby you pray without stress or through us. Because you want easy answers. You want instant answers. Oh, well, don't you know? Haven't you been through any pain in life? Whereby things were so hard that the only thing you could do was to pray. Because every hope was there and gone. Oh, well, am I right? <laughs> Let somebody encounter any sickness now in their life. They will say, oh, my brother. Let me go to the house doctor. All two of us. I was in Ghana when somebody brought me their medicine. Please pray for medicine for me. <laughs> I said, why would you choose for me to pray for all medicine and pray for you? The Lord is good. Am I a community in the church? No. If people must rise in destiny, they must learn how to pray. If people must shine forth in life, they must learn how to pray. Oh, God is good. And that's what was I was reading a book whereby I, I, I read of this man of God who lived in Nigeria. He used to call him Joseph Babalola. He he began the CAC church in, in Nigeria. And the, the man so much prayed that he could tell people to go ahead of him and he will get there. And before he gets there, before they get there, he will be there himself waiting for them. He traveled by air, if that makes sense. Now, so I, the, the book told us that there are only two people in the world who are actually his descendants, right? Only two people now. That if they die, the legacy will just be there, but asking somebody inheriting the heritage will not be there. Now, one man happens to be like a 190-year-old man. He said that if you live with the man, he prays every three hours. So he prays at 6 a.m., 9 a.m., 12 p.m., 3 p.m., 6 a.m., 9 p.m. So that's his his job. You give me. He has, he has a, like a bell. So he rings at one. It means time for prayer. So for them, Thanksgiving means 6 to like 7:30 a.m. Just th- Let's just thank God. Can you imagine? So <laughs> anytime they begin their prayer, they begin to thank God. They will tell you we've prayed all our prayers. So just begin to pray. So anything that enter your mind, just begin to pray. For like that's how they prayed. Now, the, the guy said that they went somewhere. And for some reason, they saw a madman on the road. And <laughs> this prophet that stayed with them in their car called the madman to come. And the madman came. laid hands and the madman got healed. And they left. They didn't even have to state with a testimony. God is good. They went somewhere crossing over to the other side and there were too many cars. The man did this and then all the cars stopped. Hello, because he wanted the cars to wait for him as an as an adult man. But everybody was busy on the road. So when the man did this, the car stopped and the man passed. And not until the man returned back to the car, the car was still there waiting for him. He so much left prayer until everything about nature obeyed his voice. When a man become consistent in prayer, I tell you, the enemy will first take twice to ask God if I should fight this person. Because you will leave God on earth. There's no way you can ever receive that increasement of faith without a constant prayer life telling you. Something about destiny can be complete without prayer. Am I communicating? The Bible says, as Christ began to pray, something about his garments got transformed into lightning. Told you, ladies and gentlemen, there's a way and how God reads your maturity based on what you see in the place of prayer communicate is there anyone afflicted among you let him pray it's a pain when believers can sense danger coming I told you that when iniquity fell on humanity there were three things that were given to mankind in order to hold the stitch of the Holy Ghost one was a human will two was intellect three was emotion Am I communicating? And without the guardians of the Holy Ghost, these three components can lead you astray. There's a way and how your emotions can tell you to do what is wrong and make you feel right about it. Oh, am I communicating, please? People can tell what tomorrow holds because they've lost value for the second place. Your honor in life will be derived from what you spent intimacy with being of it. Are you blessed, church? Let's be on our feet.
0: Thank you. And God bless you for listening to Wisdom Moments with Prophet Benjamin Fodger. Don't forget to share with us how this message has been a blessing to you and your family on plus 324-9209 or email us at office at benjaminfodger.org Follow Prophet Benjamin on Facebook, YouTube, podcast at Prophet Benjamin Fodger. On Instagram is Benjamin underscore Fodger. Twitter is Senior Benjamin Fodger. And on website is w www.benjaminfodjo.org. Reach the moment with Prophet Benjamin Fodjo. The vision, the mission, the passion.